Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Vampires from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Pass me the, pass me the dagger. I'll hand over the dagger. His eyes kind of widen as you do that. Well, while they do that, while they exchange it, Clicker is gonna, uh, stand, lie, stand, thing, put the lantern down on the ground next to, um, next to Bashir, and tries to pull, yank the the egg out. Okay, give me your athletics check as you watch as uh, Thorn hands a dagger to Norbit. And you two, you give uh, this same kind of effort as Norbit had as you wrap your hands around this this odd kind of feels a bit like some form of a stone or maybe some kind of a metal. Uh, as you wrap your hands around it and you tug and again he screams with pain as you try to pull it out um pardon me i don't entirely understand what are you doing here if we're torturing him then may i offer my flaming hands otherwise i do have lesser restoration but it's kind of my last big spell for today we're just trying to get the the egg out. So, and if it hurts him, ah, it's just moment for what he did to us. What After he screams good? and hearing your words, he's like, "No, it's okay. The disease is Norbert is taking care of the disease. Just get the egg out, please." Well, you can do that without me. I'm gonna. <laughs> Walk to the side and inspect the other eggs. So I am now that I have a dagger in my hand. You're going to cut it out. Just kind of rusty and kind of blunt. I am going to start uh, hacking away at. Uh, at okay, here, mate. To like a medicine check to see how good I am at surgery. Yep. Oh. You start going in there, and it's 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 tough going. So at one point, you're you're delicately using this dagger that's meant for piercing and not for cutting delicately, and it's really not working for you. So you really start doing more and more pressure. He screams once more, and he falls unconscious from your ministr- your ministrations. Has anyone got a, a sword or a knife of some sort? No. Are you going to move that dagger from the party sheet into your inventory, oh. by the way? So I shall keep hacking away at him until I get the egg out. So eventually you do manage to pull it away, hacking away 
uh, he's bleeding profusely, but you do manage to eventually get the egg out, and he no longer looks as in good a shape as he was before. His breathing is really shallow. He's really pale, uh, and, you know, his uh, cat-ish tongue kind of lolls. Do I think that he's going to die? I mean, you just hacked a dagger into his chest. Of course he's going to die. You punctured his lung. Okay, I'll heal him again. (laughs) Damn. Um, so I'm going to do another bunch of lay on hands. I'll do another five. Okay. Uh, so you heal him for another five points and his, he, his eyes blink open again. Oh, butchery, but I'm alive. And so he starts moving and trying to get himself out of the webs. You can thank the other guys. I don't know why we bothered to say, to save you. Kind of looks at you. Very thankful you guys arrived. Wow. How long has it been? So now we've got you here, you might want to explain why it was that you kidnapped us all at the start. He kind of... In good time, in good time. Can you help me get out of these webs, please? In good time. Perhaps you want to answer my question first. Do you think you have any bargaining position? I was going to say the same thing, Clicker. Yes. Now, we just saved your life, um, which I think in hindsight might have been foolish, but we could easily um, take it. So I think you need to be speaking and quickly. And while he says that, I'm just going to lean on the place that I cut the egg from, just to induce a small amount of pain. All right. How much are you going to lean? Ah, his constitution. Oh, that that was supposed to be constitution. I rolled the wrong one, but that's fine. Doesn't matter. Uh, Not a lot. He he stays conscious. Um, So you lean on him, and he's like, All right, fine, fine. I will show you. Just get me free here, and I will show you. It's here. It's here. No, you you use your words. I'm going to lean on him and say, listen to the man. The spark. We were after the spark. It's here. Can't you feel it? Look. Look around you. And he, he, he chin, chin points to the eggs around. The light. You see the light in it? It's here. It's affecting this place. Why? Do you want the spark? What is the spark? And he's, he, he, he looks at you, um, Clicker, as you say that. Are, are you just asking straight out? Nobody is. What's the spark? Clicker asks another question. Yeah, she asks, uh, uh, why do you want the spark? Just, just without, like, not a 
persuasion or anything like this. Just a straight out question. Well, you've Not got intimidation on the great big scar in his chest. There's a bit of persuasion going on. There, there's intimidation happening. I think a yeah. huge amount of intimidation yeah, okay. happening. All right. Yeah. Good point. It's probably a group effort, not so much. Uh, Honestly, if he's, not gonna, if he's not going to open up and say things, he's just going to die right here. Hold on a second. Just give us a second. He's going to respond. I'm just deciding on how he's going to respond. Okay. We're, we're dying, I think. <laughs> Death seems like an option that's coming fast. The three of you, I mean, he even kind of looks at Volga and he kind of, his eyebrows raise a little bit. A lack of knowing who you are or a lack of, of guessing who you are when he glances towards you Volga but he looks back at the three that, that he knows but he has seen me it, it doesn't His the recognition doesn't spark at the moment okay Jessica wants it she hired me to get this you are she not saying what this pay pretty well I offer an exclusive service. And yes, she paid very well. But when Olga arrived, I think something else was going on. Jessica supplied me with the things to find you. She told me to look for those who were born during the harvest moon. Her name is Jessica Negri. Oh, oops. Oh, I can read that. Yep. <laughs> um, and the spark. You haven't, uh, you haven't said anything about the spark. She never explained to me what is the spark, but I've researched. And I think that it was something that belonged to Titans. A long time ago and was hidden. I don't think it was hidden here for very long, but it had been moved here. So we I was tasked to find people who were born on the night of the harvest moon. And that if I acquired some, that we'd be able to step into the dream. It took four of you, finding four of you before finally it happened. And I wasn't even sure how quickly we would be able to find this place. But I received a message from Jessica to take you to those hills where those wisps were located. I was doing and my where, job. What, what hills are those? The... Give me a history check. It's the place. It's the place that um, we were at the start. Those um, mounds, you know, with the burial grounds and stuff. Yes, that is correct, Thor. So, who's Jessica? And where can we find her? She is a priestess. She works in Purbastet. I met her. I don't think she worked out of the temple where I encountered her, but I think she was using that just as a place to meet. I think she is a 
priestess of status. But she was after this, she hired me to find this. She told me that in order to get it, I would need people who could step into the dream. How that much would be did able she to pay take you? me. Sorry, what were you saying? How much did she pay you? The thing is, it was, it was quite a bit of money, but when Olga arrived, things have changed. We took too long getting back to them. I was supposed to be communicating with them every day. We were, I didn't speak with them for a couple of weeks, which is why they sent Olga. When you say them, who is them? I don't think Jessica is just a single person by herself. There might be someone else. I'm not sure, but because the way Olga talked, she didn't talk like Jessica was her boss. She talked as if she was equal to Jessica, so I think there might be someone else. I don't know you said, who. You said Olga, not Volga. Yes, Olga. She Who's Olga? Who descended from the skies. Yeah, that's right. She was the the orange-haired dwarf. That's right, uh, Clicker. I don't remember seeing you when I arrived in Grandma Elmplinkle's court in orbit. No, you didn't know I was buried in the ground. His eyes raise at that. Buried. So the spark, is it an object? What does it look like? The thing is, when Olga arrived, she implied a couple of things. I think them sons of bitches found my family. And now they're pressuring me. Now this is no longer a purchase of a hiring of my services. And damn, I nearly damn died here. This, this was not how I expected things to go. It's not over yet. How much did she pay you? All funding to find you was covered by her. How much but was at it? the end, it wasn't so much in gold pieces. Give me a number. I just said it's. It, I wasn't going to be paid in gold pieces. But what? What were you going to get paid in? Information. On what? Stop speaking in riddles. I'm going to lean on him a little bit harder now. She was going to tell. <gasps> she was going to tell me the location of the library. The library from the ancient city of Tesloria. Inside there are some manuscripts that I wanted to get. But Hang on. I think these these sparks from what I researched, they are their own power. Can you stop that Norbit? What were the manuscripts? Because right now we don't know anything, and right now we have your life in our hands. 
and if you don't tell us absolutely everything you know, if you keep leaving out things, you will not make it out if you're alive. How odd. I had always thought that paladins didn't kill so indiscriminately. Library in the city of what again? I'm going to start well, writing some of this down, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. He has friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed he what you might not kill you, but we will. <laughs> I may not kill you, but they certainly will. Yeah. Right now, if you don't give us what we want to know, I'm going to walk away, in which case they will definitely kill you. The only thing stopping you from being dead is the fact that I'm a paladin. And right now, you're not exactly helping me a lot. What were the manuscripts in the library? They were manuscripts into a different type of magic. Dangerous magic. Void magic. What sort of magic? Void. And what were you going to do with them? Acquire them. Same thing that anybody does when they acquire manuscripts of magic. What were you going to Use do with the dangerous magic? Become powerful. This was so you could rule the world. No. This was so that's, you could rule who? That's silly. Who, who, rule the world? There's gods above us. Do they rule this world? Can I can I make an insight check to see if he's actually telling the truth here? Yep, go for it. Yeah, you're looking at him and his facial expressions. Although, yes, he is catfolk, you've been living in Nuria Natal enough that you uh, are able to read his his uh, expressions and you think that he is telling the truth. So far? So far, yeah. Okay. Who is Olga? I think she works for someone else. I think she is maybe the person who's pulling Jessica's strings, but I only know Jessica. How long do you have know we, Jessica? Have we met Olga? Have we met Olga? You said she was an orange-haired dwarf. Is that someone that we met when we? Bruce wouldn't have the people who would have who have seen her, not met her. Seeing her would have been Norbert, Clicker, uh, Volan, and Volga. Volga, when you f first bumped into them, uh, Thorn and Clicker and Volan, when they were hiding inside uh, their bedroom inside the Guardian Tree Cookie. Norbert, you've never met. You don't have a clue who this person is. Okay. So the other guys know who Olga is. Lord Rishi was a pawn. It was a means to an end. Tell me about the spark. What does it look like? I've never seen the spark. It's described as uh, kind of like a ball of crackling electricity. And I point to the eggs that are glittering and shining and sparkling. Uh, a little like that, that or different? I'm not sure. Something is not right here. I think that somewhere here, the spark must be here somewhere. Clicker will start to cut him free. Before I could... Thank you, Clicker. Before I could 
When I came down here, I was expecting to talk to the companions of of Ulfgar and Kilia from the, the house above. They talked about their dwarven companions that were starting a mine. That's not what I met. When I seen that they're not dwarves, but Darrow's, something was mutating them. This, uh, this very much sounds like what Grandma Imtugul is telling me. Yes, it is the spark. Listen, if I am to cut you free, you no longer Bye. own us. I have questions. Wait, don't cut him free. Not yet. Go, Volga, ask the questions. Okay, first, you mentioned the library. Library of the ancient city of what again? Tesluria. A long time ago, it was the capital of Nuria Natal. Legend says that it's been buried in the sands. Would this, would this be of any significance to um, Thorn, by the way? Yeah, you've heard when you were in the clearing and when you guys rescued the pixie that was inside the cage, that was the last thing she mentioned to you as she flew off. And then you mentioned that Jessica is a priestess of what? Status? Cetus? I think she is higher than a regular priestess. Clearly, the thing is, I'm not sure. She's not catfolk. I got the feeling that she's not human either. I mean, I could tell if she was catfolk, but I, she didn't smell completely human. So I think she might have been a priestess for the, the Church of Bastet. And you all know, even you, Volga, from, from where you come from, you all know that Bastet is a, one of the goddesses. And as like all gods, they all have churches. What do you mean you're not sure if she's a human? Have you seen her? What does she look like? She looked human. But... I think because she knows where Tesluri is, I suspect she might be Nikosi. You guys, uh, like specifically you, Thorn, would know that Nikosi are the race that is, well, pretty much like were lions. Uh, you would know that being from Nuria Natal. Um, you wouldn't have a clue, Volga, from where you're from. Uh, Norbit and Clicker, from where you're from, you guys could give me a history check to see if you know, um, if if it sunk in what what the Nokosi people are. Yeah, Clicker, you would know. Uh, Norbit, uh, you've heard the name Nico the, the Nokosi mentioned, but you're you just can't place your finger on it. It's at the tip of your tongue. Clicker now looks to the the two that have objected before. I'm not setting him free. I'm just cutting him loose. Listen, we are no longer property. Understand? Yeah, yeah okay. Let's just... She, she's asking him that. 
I don't need you anymore. I'm here. That's fine. Guys, go, go your own way. I'm here now. That was all that I needed from you, was to get here. Okay, guys, I think we need to go and have a little chat where Bashir can't hear what we say. Hey, uh, Bashir, how did you get here before us? We Last we saw you, you were uh, going through a cave uh, quite a, while, uh, a ways away. How did, how did you get here? I'm surprised I got here before you. I mean, I think you guys took off. Well, at least M Twinkle mentioned that you guys were gone when I went and asked where you were. And I told her what I was after. And then she told me that there was an unbalance. So she sent me here. But I've been here for... At least... Well, I was in the clearing for a couple of days. I'm not sure how long I was down here for. But I would have thought I, you guys would have been here already. We're in the dream room. How did your assistants get here? They came with me. Ona Ona and Nit. Yeah. Yeah, they came with me. Olga decided that she was going to stay and watch. Elmtwinkle didn't let her stay uh, inside her court, so she's meant to be watching on the on the uh, the borderlands to Elmtwinkle's land. How were you supposed to get back? He looks at you. Grandma Elmtwinkle, of course. Grandma Elmtwinkle isn't in the in the dream. He kind of looks uh, looks down at at his bonds. How much did you cut free his bonds? Like a tiny slit on his chest, completely useless for him. <laughs> good, good description. Completely useless she, for him. Yeah, she she started, but like b before he could do anything with that, uh, she she wanted to make sure that he yeah. agrees to the terms. He kind of shifts a little bit, and he, he he can't move around, and he's like. She provided me a means to call her. I can't step in and out like you guys clearly can. What did she give you? He keeps his mouth shut. Something. I lean a bit harder. Really a jerk of a paladin, aren't you? Who trained you? At this point in time, we could say that uh, I'm working on protecting my friends and while they may think that you're telling the truth, I wouldn't trust you as far as I could kick you. And I'm sure that if your hands were to get free, you would uh, use whatever she gave you to immediately disappear from where we are. We'd be here, you'd be gone. Why don't we just search him? Well, I mean, he's uh, well, he's webbed. He's uh, wrapped in web at the moment, <laughs> but possibly after that. Now, this item that you have to uh, contact uh, Grandma Elm Twinkle, if you didn't have that item anymore, would you be stuck here? Clicker um, pulls the, the sombrero for from from the back of her neck. She's always kind of wearing it on a string around her neck, and she's pulling it up on on her head and activates detect magic 
Yeah, okay. Um, he, he, he says... Elmdwinkle told me that if I was... Th that I had to be careful if I was to fall unconscious, that I would return to her court, and that I was to avoid falling unconscious until... until I acquired the spark. She well, lied. I've been down here, and I'm sure that I was unconscious. So I think, and I don't know, but I think that that spark must be unbalancing things here. Like, look, and he concentrates mightily. He says, see, I just tried to imagine my hands free. Not a damn thing. Hasn't been working for days. So, um, Grandma Elmtwinkle's after this uh, spark as well? She said that it's the reason for the unbalance inside this realm of hers. So, I get it. She gets it out. Win-win. You see that Elmtwinkle the spark, you can't give it to Jessica. Which means she didn't say that she wanted the spark. She just said that she wanted it out. If I could get it out, well, that's that. I got it out. When you say she, you mean Elm Pringle just wants it out? Yes, she wants it out. It's causing an unbalance here. It's, it's, she said something about, I don't know, a key or some damn thing or a lock. To be honest, I didn't think that it was all that important. You're and buying time. Told you that if you're unconscious, you'll leave the dream. Uh, with your detect magic. Yeah, click. Um, so clicker, clicker stands up, um, and you see that the edge of her sombrero is starting to light up very mildly in in bright blue colors, and so do her eyes. Her pupils is a pupil. The lenses of her of it just disappear and it, it starts glowing in bright blue as well. She's looking around the room and then um, detects Bashir as well. You notice that there is a strap that goes across his chest that seems to be glowing slightly. That definitely has a magic tinge to it, but beneath the closely wrapped cocoon you do not see more than that and you notice that that on his the lapel of his shirt there is an it looks just like a odd bit of a twig that has been entwined within the buttonholes the buttonholes and tied between the buttonholes on his lapel is an interesting looking twig that is also glowing like a brooch yeah like a brooch of sorts and you said the the, the string is what the like strap what? you see a strap that crosses his chest is glowing uh -huh. can we see the glowing no just clicker She's got a. She's wearing the sombrero of detect magic that she attuned to. Yeah, no, you that's can't okay. see a thing. Yep, you're not aware of any of that. What do you see, Clicker? 
There is a strap across his chest and he has a brooch. They're both magical. What are those, Bashir? He kind of grits his teeth. <laughs> Norbert leans on the scar. The brooch. The twig is what Elm Twinkle gave me. That is what I was to use to call her to let her know to bring me back. How does it work? Is this Norbert asking this question or is this Mick? Oh, no, no, that's Norbert asking the question. How does the tweak work? Like any magic object works. You hold it and say, save me from God. Yeah. You hold it and you say the command word. Or you hold it and say, Elm Twinkle, bring me back. And the belt? Or the strap? Just the bag. Clicker is gonna uh, Sorry, it's start just a bag. Op opening the webbing where she sees the items and will try to um, get them out without cutting them free completely so he can move. I think if, it, if it's on his chest, it should be possible. The strap, you wouldn't be able to get uh, pull the, that off without removing a significant bit of the webs because you just see the strap going across. Whatever else the strap is connected to is trapped by the webs. But yeah, you could readily pull the twig, the brooch tw twig off. Hmm. Help me turn him around. After taking the brooch, she's going to try to uh, turn his body around to see the back. I'm just going to roll him over with my immense strength. <laughs> that that hasn't been working for you at the moment. Not very gently, of course. No, it hasn't been working for me at the moment. No, I couldn't get the egg out. Uh, with with time, it doesn't take... Uh, you're able to um, remove... Or you're, you're able to turn him over with time. It, 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 you would have enough time pissing around with this, and he complains the entire time. So we're, we're collecting the brooch and the the uh, back. She took she took the brooch, and now she's looking at the back to see through the webbing and figure out what that strap is. Was yeah, if it's actually him, attached, what is, what is attached the strap? Yeah, what's attached to it? What do we see? He he answered already. The bag. A bag. Well, that could okay. have been a lie. <laughs> So, okay, on, on the back side, there is a bag. When you asked what the straps are, he's, he said a bag. And right. flipping him over and stuff like that and feeling about, you could, you could guess that it's like a messenger bag type thing. Can we get okay. the bag off? Not without freeing him. Can we see inside the bag? Hold on a second. You get the feeling that by moving it about and feeling about it kind of you get the feeling that the bag has that kind of a shape to it so it's well entombed inside the so we'll just ask him what's in the bag stuff <laughs> I lean on him a bit harder what's well, in the bag if, if that has this shape then that's that was my question that was what, what clicker was trying to find if there is a strap then there has to be a bag somewhere, so she's trying to find it by turning him around. Yeah, yeah, uh, it would be down by his ass. Okay. 
I guess it'll be uh, our bag now. It's just got the same stuff that you carry in your backpacks. A bedroll, some gear for, for camping and whatnot when you're out, you know, when you're not inside the city. How does it even fit in there? Inside check. Well, that'll come in handy because I don't have anything. It's tiny. <laughs> it's a magic bag. It's a bag of holding. You can do your insight check. Yeah. You certainly think he sounds like he's telling the truth. I think we should have a chat, guys. Deck Licker is trying to um, cut into the webbing where the bag is, or around <laughs> the bag. Hang on, Clicker. Right, you you, you tell me. Hang, hang on, Clicker. Yeah, you tell me at what point uh, the 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 webbing is so loose that he can come free or if it's even noticeable do i know what this is a bag of holding yeah yeah a bag of holding i mean i mean i know does volga know in character wise i think everybody would know that and has heard of these the magical bags that allow people to carry a lot more than what's normal so you're all aware of it but you also know that they're they're not so common and they're and they usually cost a, a decent a decent gold piece in order to acquire before you cut any more webbing off um clicker i think we should just have a bit of a chat so we'll, we'll yes. move away we'll move away where Bashir can't see us uh, has anyone got a Bow and arrow. Or, uh, Somebody need to needs to watch him. I'll stand over and uh, watch him. Can I have that dagger back? Yeah. So, that means that means we can't have the conversation. Hence the bow and arrow thing. You know, we can shoot him from a distance if he gets out of hand. No, it's okay. Um, I'll just keep an eye on him. Okay. You you so have we, the conversation. So. Well, can we trust him? Do we want to let him out? Do we want to join parties with him to find what it is that he wants? If we let him out and he turns on us, what do we do? We need to strip him of everything he has. And then maybe we can let him go without the spark. Okay. I don't want to kill anybody unless it's necessary. I've killed out of lust for revenge before. Before, I don't want to do it again. But he wants the spark and we want the spark as well. He can go fuck right off. Um, just as a matter of clarification, does, we're looking for the spark. That's what, what we were sent here for. We are sent here to remove the spark because it's causing an imbalance in the stream world. So it is... Okay, back in character again. So regardless of who ends up with the spark, whether it's us or him, we both get what we want. We both end up back with Elm Twinkle. He has the spark and he can go off and have his argument with Jessica and the rest of the world. We don't actually care. Or do we care? Are we happy for him to have the spark? It's dangerous. We don't and, know what they were going to do with it. Well, he, 
we know that he wants the spark to get the location of the library so that he can get the manuscripts. Jessica wants the spark. Void magic. Yeah, I don't even know what void magic is. And Jessica wants the spark. Um, and she's some Nikosi from her Bastet. Again, do we care? Clicker is looking at Volga. Hmm? Tilting her head. Norbert's looking at Thorn. Who? Well, I mean, Thorn's not here. Thorn, Thorn's Thorn is, yeah, Thorn is away. Yeah. You chat amongst yourselves. I'm going to go back and sit on... Um, sit on Bashir. So I go back and I sit on Bashir and say, Thorn, go and have a chat to them. Oh, okay. You want that the, uh, dagger back? Yep, that's fine. So I hold the dagger to um, Bashir's chest. And the guys have such great memories that they actually relay all of the questions that I just asked to Thorn, who then responds by saying... <laughs> well, um, R for one um, is interested in... Uh exploring this uh tesluria that could be interesting i think we should not be given uh, some something that seems like an object of true power to uh people that uh uh try and make slaves of people certainly not this man has deserved nothing good we're not giving him the spark i'd prefer not to uh, kill him it's uh of course seems foolish that uh, Norbert character seems uh, quite uh, bloodthirsty for a paladin. <laughs> I have never perceived him as a paladin, to be fair. I mean, he just said he was, so uh, it's a, a bit odd. Clicker just shrugs her shoulders, looks at Volga again, who has still <laughs> said nothing. Uh... Okay, here is my suggestion. We take the bag of holding, because he's a bad person and it's a useful thing. And then we kill him. But um, I'm only suggesting it because we are in a sort of dream state. So if we kill him, he won't actually die, as far as I understand. He will just leave the dream. So he would not be able to interfere with us exploring this place further. And then we go and do the stuff we came here to do. With months gone by <laughs> since we started this, I, have, as a player, am not, no longer sure if what she just said is correct or if it was the other way around. Uh, I remember that there was that we recently learned something about the dream death being lethal right now. Yeah, we don't. But I, I don't remember that. That's a question for us. For it is Dagobah. pretty sure. We don't. We don't kill him. We knock him unconscious. I believe when we were upstairs, uh, Norbert, I believe um, he said that he spent some time thinking about it and he had an idea about a herb that uh, you may you can make a tea of and you drink it and that's you... for us he yeah, was well, unconscious can... already he's still here so if what's we kill he him he will was die he, 
but like properly unconscious. It was very. Yes, Just to clarify, yes. yeah, out of character. You he, he went unconscious while we were cutting the egg out of him. A couple of times he went unconscious. Yeah, and he still. And he was was unconscious when the flaming sphere hit him. Yeah. So. I mean, he also said that uh, the spark may be uh, interfere interfering with this sort of situation. So if we uh, gather the spark and uh, leave him unconscious, uh, it. It seems that uh, he may uh, transition back at some point. But then he also might die before we find the spark. While that's true, um, is there uh, any other option we can uh, facilitate here? We, we can leave him. Yeah. We we can just send him back. With that uh, elm twinkle brooch. Yes. I suspect that's probably uh, the easiest way out, yes. So we're all done? All finished? Is that a voice in our head? Uh... <laughs> Clicker. Yep. Orbit's That's not the there. voice in your head. Yep. So we all gather around um, Bashir, and we have a quick summation of. Hold on. What we we are not there. Yeah. We're not there yet. Yep. <laughs> you don't get to say we are all going to gather around. I'm what waiting for them doing? to come back to me. I'm sitting there with this dopey bloke holding a knife to his throat. Exactly. So wait. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you'd finished. There was a deathly silence. Continue. Were you going to say something, Clicker? We send him back. We take the spark. And he prays that we never see him again. We can still find Tess Luriel. I Otherwise... Have... Go on. With the spark, maybe we can strike a deal with this Olga person. Or... I do not person. want to be given uh, the spark to any of those characters or even letting them know we have it. Where do we bring it? I'm just going to sing out to you guys. He's still not telling me where the spark is. I'm sure your uh, your methods of uh, persuasion will help you there, Norbert. Are you actually asking him questions while you're sitting on him? No, that was just a bit of out-of-character cheating. Mm. Trying perhaps to remind the team that we don't have the spark. Uh, Clicker, I, I would suggest that uh, we need to uh, explore what the spark is and um, what it can do before we uh, hand it over to anyone. We are not researchers. Where do we bring it? You may not be, but I am. I thought you dig out stones. And how do you think I found those stones in the first place? By digging, of course. I read lots of books. <laughs> I work with uh, uh, with uh, certain uh, groups of people that uh, are keen and interested in researching and and have information that may be of use. Good. We have a plan and. Let's return to the paladin and his paladin ways. 
the uh, paladin of treachery. I mean, Norman. <laughs> the paladin of goodness and rightness. So we all gather around Bashir. I think I've said that before. <laughs> Deja vu. No, no, we're still talking. Okay. Continue on. <laughs> Clicker returns. I'm just teasing, yeah. I just start humming a song to Bashir. Out of tune, of course. Just purely to irritate him. Is it, is it, or is it this is the song that never ends? Yeah, pretty much. As you get back, he says to you, Clicker. They're not coming back yet. They're still out there. <laughs> Clicker is coming back. Yeah. No, no, you've got oh, to. You said you, you can, did. Okay, if you're going to so, come back. So, Clicker, when you come back, Norbert, or not Norbert, uh, Bashir's watching as you guys come back, and he's like, Clicker, how did you know that I had these items? I'm good. <laughs> Are you able to detect magic? Don't answer that. There are clicking noises coming from Clicker's beak. Can you? She is very good, and your face is easy to read. Well, if you guys have that ability, can one of you walk around here and see? Is there another place of magic here? What do you think I was going to do? Silly I don't know, cat. But I know that detect magic usually only lasts for a few minutes, so. Unless you've got something extra special. Wow, the DM projecting there. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing. Jon Snow. Now, we have decided to uh, send you back, but uh, before we do that, we're going to be claiming those items. Don't send me back. I can't. I am sure. Whoever Olga is working for has my family. I need that spark. Yeah, well, but that's... we don't trust you. So, us being here and you being here at the same time isn't going to work. So, we're going to start by taking everything that you have and leaving you stark naked, just like me. And then we are going to send you back. What would be interesting is if Norbert actually puts on Bishy's clothes. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Hard part is, is you always got to remember that clothes don't magically resize themselves to fit I, I a was about to body. Say, yeah, yeah, but I've got that special sewing ability, and he's got that bag. And if there's a needle and cotton in there, I've, I've got it made in the shade. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Like torn patches of clothing that are like loosely bound together with like one thread <laughs> that is going through them. Vulgar speaks. Yeah, something doesn't add up. So, Bashir will say that Olga and Jessica are working together, and probably Olga is uh, the boss one, supposedly. No, he, he said he he said that it was clear from talking to Olga that she didn't work for Jessica. So he thinks that there might be someone else behind the scenes. Oh, I thought you said that Olga thought... Yeah, at some point you said nothing. that Olga is one uh, pulling the strings behind Jessica. Yeah. No. Okay. That's not what I said. Out of if, if that is what I said, then I, I misspoke. He did say that. But uh, he, he, also, he also said that, that um, they seem to be on one level and there is somebody else behind them. That's right. So... 
uh, Jessica promised you a payment in the form of mostly information. Uh, but then you say that whoever Olga is working for has your family. I think so. because I didn't. There was a time when I woke up in the underbarrows. Apparently I had been sleeping for a couple of weeks. So who is Olga? She was... What, what do you mean by that question? Didn't I just describe who she was? Well, explain it again, because yeah, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to clean up my notes here, because we thought Olga was Jessica's boss, but now Olga is someone else, and we don't know who she is, and we also want to know if Olga wants the spark as well. Yeah, what does, what does Olga want? And why does she have your family? Exactly. I only have yeah. one question. They seem to be rivals or working on the same thing? I think they're working on the same thing. For someone who is pulling the strings. I thought it was just Jessica. But I think there's someone else. So Olga has asked you to get the, the spark as well. Olga came looking for me because I didn't report back to Jessica for a couple of weeks while I slept in the underbarrows. Looking for you guys. So Olga is a bloodhound. Olga was asked by Jessica to go and find you. She never said that to me. I asked that question myself. She deferred the answer. Ah. So Olga's coming looking for you because she's heard that Jessica wants to know where you are. I think she might be muscle for the person who is pulling the strings. Do you think that the person pulling the springs strings um, is in charge of Jessica? My as plan well? was to acquire the spark, get my ass back to Pervestet, and find out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Do you think that the person that is pulling the strings? Um, is telling Jessica what to do. That's the implication of pulling the strings, Norbit. You can ask me the questions, the, the I shark. can answer them as well. <laughs> Let's got, get on this. confused <laughs> look as Norbit asks okay. this question. Uh, one plus one? <laughs> yeah, we do one plus one, and the reason we do yeah. one plus one is so that it becomes incredibly clear as to what's going on. We're trying to determine if someone He's got Jessica on one hand and Olga on the other hand and getting them both to do different things and Jessica and Olga don't know what's going on. Everything, I mean, this uh, is... Sounds like this. someone who's pulling the strings to me. Okay, and do we know who's pulling the strings? Do we have any idea yeah. who it could be? No! Someone more powerful? This is what I would like to know. <laughs> I need Look to get back to Pervestet and I need to start figuring this out. The spark is my leverage. The only way you are going is back to Elm Twinkle, naked, with no spark. And she's yeah, gonna start cutting that. free the uh, the bag of folding. Alright, so give me your sleight of hand check. You gotta you gotta cut open the you, you gotta start cutting open the uh the web i'll give a guidance which to point? um clicker <laughs> uh, shit. it's fine clicker rolled a natural 20 so for a 27 with delicate precision 
and with every intention of not cutting enough of the web to free him enough, you manage to remove the bag of holding. And I will drop the things that you find in there. So there's the bag of holding. Do you want me to uh, uh, go through and uh, make sure it is? It says what it is, uh, Clicker. I'm weighed down very heavily. If you can so, put things in there, then maybe I should have it. Oh, I mean, if that's the case, uh, I'm going to give you some of my stuff. Good. I got, I got nothing. Well, let's do that later. First, we send this asshole back. But before uh, we do, click out. Just check and see if he's got anything else on him that's magical. I'm looking at him all the time. <laughs> Thought there was some debate about how long the magic would last. Okay. Do you see my eyes glow? <laughs> <laughs> that's because you've been smoking that horrible weed. No, but how about you uh, step back, please? Let let the adults work. <laughs> From the places where you've cut, from the places where you've cut, that, I mean, it was clear from his exposed chest that you could see the strap and you could see the twig. So that's all you can see. Mm. And, we and so I removed around. the bag of holding. Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't have put what was inside of it. Oh, that was dumb of me. Anyway, we have I mean, you yet. can just empty it. And then you can see what's inside. So. Yeah, I can't empty it because some of the stuff that's inside that parcel was removed from the invasion that happened at the slave camp. We'll pretend that we haven't looked inside the bag yet. That's fine. You can go ahead. Yeah. Can you actually take things out without knowing what's inside? Yes, Just... you, can, you can turn a bag of holding inside out and it gets rid of everything. Mm, dumps okay. everything out yeah so that's what she when does when you say gets rid of everything does it, you mean like disappears or you mean like it just all ends up on the floor actually she it all ends up on the floor she doesn't know oh, okay my unity just crashed oh no <laughs> damn that's, that's okay you're not you're not DMing so it'll be fine for us yeah we're fine <laughs> okay so we've now agreed that we're gonna are we gonna strip him off and then um do the tweak thing and send him back yeah, Clicker is, is now cutting one of his hands. I mean, she she just hangs the bag around herself and then cuts one of his hands free and gives him the brooch. The thing about this is that instead of giving him the brooch, I would say that we don't do that. Right now we know that the... Um, Twinkle has told us that there's a disruption going on. It's due to the, um, the spark. We know that going unconscious doesn't send you back. That could be because the spark is interfering with it which also means that the twig may not work so giving this, him the twig this, this is a discussion uh, that we should have in character and because you were not there and the decision was already made uh, you definitely need to bring that up in character because both yes both clicker and and thorn have gone yeah this is what we're doing yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I'm standing over him saying, hey guys, have you thought about this? In which case, you do have a choice. You can continue going, or you can say, oh, hang on a minute. I'm not retrieving the spark while he's here. Yeah, I'm, what I'm saying is you may not be able to send him back. Well, let's try. With Honestly, the let's try. Okay. 
I'm not saying the word. I'm not going to say the word. I need that spark. That's fine, you can rot here. You're not going to say the word. No. I need to rescue my children and my family, so I need that spark. I'm not going back without the spark in my hand. So he's not going to say the word that's going to get him back. Which means that the, he's not going to invoke the twig to get Elm Twinkle to suck him back. Which means that we end up with the option of knocking him out. That's the only thing that we've got left. We can knock him out or we can give him the, uh, the drug. What drug? Yeah, don't worry about it. You won't need it. We're probably going to go for the knocking you out option. One hurts, one doesn't. Are you... Man, you're the oddest paladin I've ever heard of. Hey, you're still alive. Clico places the brooch in his hand and she stands up and leaves him there with just like the tip of his hand exposed um, with the brooch in it. And she doesn't care what he does. She's just going to leave him lying there and uh, starts moving about. So he's completely unwrapped? If, if the... No. No. He's, no, he's completely not. He's wrapped. Still, he's still wrapped. He, he can't move with that crit on the sleight of handshake. She's cut out his fingertips to put the brooch in his fingertips. Well, that means she can take him back again. Okay. Did you guys pull the stuff that was in the party sheet or did it really royally? I only pulled out the bag of folding. Okay. So everything else in theory is still there. Okay. So you give him back the, the, the brooch. And uh, she's going to start moving around trying to find anything that is magical as well um, and she's definitely going to poke one of the eggs as well okay um, you notice that the eggs are heavily encrusted by gems the ones that are around there you see some that are encrusted with individual gems and a couple that are a mixture of gems it will take time to investigate this quickly but other than the green flicker that you see and that green flicker is let me see what school that is let me remember here is school of transmutation well she doesn't know what the schools are in fact okay she has no idea about magic usage yet so it's a different it's a different color from the color well, to be honest I have no idea what school the bag of holding is but let's just say they're different colors It's from the school of awesomeness <laughs> <laughs> The school of rock Absolutely <laughs> So yeah, where so, are you uh, going to go in your investigation She's using the, uh, the the lantern again of course picks it up she doesn't leave anything close to Bashir other than the brooch in his hand and she's going to start moving around the entire cave, um, trying to find that thing. And if the and if the detect magic runs out, uh, she's just going to activate the second activation of the sombrero. When you get here, you notice that all of these candles that are lit with a with the the green light that refracts downwards all have a magical glow and you can see that there's something that is also glowing from where those lanterns overlap it's coming up from the murky surface of the water below 
you can't quite make it out but there's something that doesn't look that large in size is beneath the surface and your walking around would have made your sombrero your magic detection is gone This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gregory Dog, the Hammerdog Games Community Manager, and I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vargashelis, the Farwork Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I'm Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.